Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Okay, we're recording. Recording, everybody. Hello, hello. Hello, hello. Welcome to Two Black Girls, One Rose. Where together we'll uncover what we can learn about modern dating, love, and relationships from popular television. I'm Natasha. And I'm Justine. And Wendy is the queen of deflection. She's so good at it. (laughs) Is she? Well, okay. No, it's the improv (laughs) that she's good at. Just on the fly. She just comes up with a deflection. (laughs) Yes, 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 yes. When she said, Neka, you smoke crack, I was like, really, Wendy? I know, I know. Really? That was one of the... I'm sorry, she has to get my Becky of the Week for this week. (laughs) (laughs) I got awarded. That that was one of the dumbest things I've ever heard somebody say on TV. Particularly on this here show. That was a bad clapback. That was really bad. That was a bad... She needs to go work on her reading skills, because the way... Everything she says be falling flat. <laughs> Neka, you smoke crack. That wasn't funny. It wasn't shocking. No. It was just dumb. <laughs> like, yeah. It's funny that she said it. It's not funny. It doesn't hit the way she said it. It's not hitting ever. in any way. Yeah. Oh, that was horrible. And just such a reach. She's just trying to deflect, deflect, deflect. And it is very mm-hmm. irritating. Yeah. And she's going to have to do a little better with if you want to read Neka in some way. But saying that she's a crackhead is just one of the cheapest mm-hmm. it's like saying you're stupid you know what i mean it's like you're so yeah, or you're remember when like pavit, so... pavit was like is she bipolar like okay all of a sudden it just feels you're... cheap yeah it, it's cheap it's and it's foolish and you're Lazy. out of your range foolish, you're out of your yes. realm you know? yes you yes like that. Yeah. god that just irked the hell out of me but mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. anyways friend what are your <laughs> initial thoughts on this episode yes. what are you excited to talk about so for this episode robin is cracking under the pressure cracking under the pressure and it is understandable but it is sadly relatable and Mm. i really really wish they included time stamps of like Mm -hmm. uh you know they'll they'll do like three weeks after robin's interview on what happens live like i really Mm -hmm. wish they actually gave a little bit more time context because i think it would give us a lot more from that conversation uh, before they were doing the doing the paint and pussies, that would really give us some more context into why Candace, Wendy, Mia were all acting like that towards her. Mm-hmm. Because she's their coworker, and she's trying mm-hmm. to fuck up their work. 
Mm-hmm. And yeah. I think people aren't looking at it like that because it's housewives. But if mm-hmm. we got like this is a yeah, month after that's... Robin lied yeah. <laughs> on camera, yeah. like yeah. that would give us a little bit more context. So yeah, I think that's what it is. Like we forget they're coming at they're approaching her as a coworker, mm-hmm. and they're upset she didn't. You know she's not doing her job the same way that they mm-hmm. are. Mm-hmm. And that's how they're mm-hmm. it's not just about her and Juan and she and whatever it's like we all signed a contract to show our whole entire la- lives and assholes mm-hmm. on this show and you got away with not showing a huge part of your life mm-hmm. and they're going to continue to hold her accountable or come at her neck until I don't know until what end because they're just waiting for her to say something like I don't know how far how long they're going to say like I do hate them you're right yeah, <laughs> yeah I don't know what their end goal is but yeah they're pissed they're big mad they have to show mm-hmm. everything and she got away with showing getting to hide a huge part of her life mm-hmm. um and so yeah but yeah it's definitely like co-workers coming at her not just like yeah, it, catty it's the- women you know nope this is the sales team. They didn't make their bonus because somebody was like, and, and yes. that's why they're looking at her crazy. That's exactly how they looked at her. Yeah. Like, Damn, yeah. I get it. I yeah, get it. I get it. You know? I do. I'd be mad. And then Robin and uh, Ashley were sitting there like kind of quiet because they had already had this conversation with her as friends because those mm-hmm. are her friends. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. it's just so different the way they're coming at her and timestamps would really help. Mm. from uh, an audience perspective but anyways Mm -hmm. she's cracking under the pressure it's very sad to watch and it's also very relatable NECA is doing exactly what people thought she was going to do I'm very disappointed NECA you uh, I really hope that this will not happen but already she's like a prop for the light-skinned girls to be like see we're not colorist we like NECA I mean that's definitely been the role (laughs) yeah a while now yeah yeah and I don't want to see that because Giselle really got up there, graduated with a degree from an HBCU, and asked Candace what colorism is. Oh God, I know. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not forgetting. I, I don't care. It. I, I didn't. Horrible. Like, yeah, I it was know. that was absolutely crazy. So for you mm-hmm. to just get a dark-skinned woman who just happens to hate Wendy to be on your side, I also mm-hmm. think it's very cheap. And Nika, mm-hmm. I need a little mm-hmm. bit more from you, girl. Mm-hmm. Um, particularly oh, since mm-hmm. no, go ahead, go ahead. No, I was just gonna say, particularly since Neca, it's clear she watched the show before. So you're not so, new so to the background of these women. By me. Yeah, yes, you're. Yes. You've yeah. seen the reunion. You've seen the past mm-hmm. three reunions where we're talking about <laughs> colorism. Like <laughs> you know what it is. So yeah, to not come in with a little bit of suspicion for Giselle and Robin in particular is mm-hmm. like kind mm-hmm. of odd. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah right why wasn't that part mm-hmm. of your studies right yeah, yeah. Mm. <sighs> but i realized that we're gonna get that new girl key kiana whoever okay. fights giselle at the club or someone at the club i'm very excited about her. i oh, know i can't wait to see I love it. <laughs> yeah <laughs> very excited for her the infamous like her. club scene i yeah. liked her too i did yeah yeah so mm-hmm. i'm excited for- and she's wendy's friend too this should be exciting i know that will so. be interesting yeah so we have something to look forward to that'll be fun Mm -hmm. and then for my lessons learned i would like to talk about something a little controversial something that i go back and forth with all the time should you tell your goals and dreams to your friends or keep it silent and to yourself we saw this with neca and her wanting to conceive and we see this with robin's literal entire life so Mm. what what's best here What's best mm. for you? What's best for your goals? What's best for your manifestations? What's best for your prayers? What's best for you? She keeps mm. 
silent like the Jean lasagna, or if you should tell everybody. <laughs> okay, yeah, curious. Chat about yeah. that. Mm-hmm. What about you, friend? What'd you think? Um, so I already shared my thoughts on Wendy, the queen of mm-hmm. deflection. <laughs> um, so I want to circle back to that. Like, I get it. NECA came for her mom, and she's hurt. Um, but also, your mama kind of came for NECA. And the expectation oh. that NECA wasn't going to bring that up is just an mm-hmm. unrealistic expectation. Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Wendy's coming in like, you know, moms are off limits. You know, she was crying at the lunch. Mm-hmm. Like, you shouldn't be talking mm-hmm. about my mom. Moms are off limits. Um, I get that. Moms are off limits until they involve themselves. <laughs> you and think? now Because people have this with kids, too, with Jersey, especially because those kids are like kids, 25. D- yeah, kids, I think, are off limits. Um, but your mama calling and attacking me like on her Mm. own free reign this is not a a kid necessarily like i do agree children off like your offspring that they shouldn't be involved at all they didn't ask to be a part of this show blah blah blah. i guess same for mothers but still your mom is grown she Mm -hmm. was calling me attacking me in my phone i'm not bringing (laughs) it up to attack her i'm just simply reporting what happened as fact Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and i feel like that's what neca did and now wendy's mm. kind of making it this very emotional mothers are off limits like bullshit that i just wasn't really i was like am i cold for not empathizing like, I just didn't. <laughs> no no i think well i mean i laughed so hard when mia was like is that your mama to the i, I was dying <laughs> terrible but it was hilarious that was hilarious (laughs) but i think that um to uh wendy's point i think that not only are like moms are off limits but like moms reputations are off limits i think anybody who's not hooked up to a mic pack Mm -hmm. all the time should be Mm -hmm. off limits because they can't defend themselves in the same platform right i hear that but i never saw neca as like attacking wendy's mom Neca was reporting what happened. <laughs> Neca called Men- Wendy's mama witch and said that she was this playing is true. the devil's games. So this is true. Okay. This is true. She. This is true. She did bring it there. She absolutely brought it there. Um, but but yeah, it's, I don't know. I just feel so sideways about Wendy this, this season. Do you man. still? Oh, I I kind of do. I don't. Yeah. I mean, the whole crackhead thing was just dumb to me, and then the. <laughs> like just the crying tears and i'm like i'm trying to hear what she's saying and but i'm also just like if someone's mom was calling me harassing me with all kind of bullshit i'm gonna say it i'm gonna report back what happened now neca brought Mm -hmm. it to another level by calling her a witch and insinuating voodoo and taking it an extra mile like i hear you on that but i don't know if i'm just reporting out what happened in my phone over the weekend by your mama like i don't know why i don't i just don't get this other huge narrative of like you know moms are off limits well tell your mama to stop calling me how about that you gotta wrangle your mom wrangle your mama then and then i wouldn't be talking about her i don't want to talk about her you know Right. right 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 So I don't know. I'm just I keep going back. Like <laughs> NECA's not my favorite either. I don't want to be queen. Yeah. I'm like not reigning queen of N- Team NECA, but mm-hmm. just mm-hmm. the two of them are just annoying the hell out of me. <laughs> me um, too. <laughs> just really, I can't. Um, and then Robin, Robin, Robin. Oh. So <laughs> ain't she tired of defending this man? 
No. I mean, he has so, <laughs> so much mess happening that she has to defend. Like, no, I, I can said, imagine. I just huh. said in the group chat last night, how he the messiest house husband and we never see the him. Messiest. How? How he get away with doing all he does and never has to come on camera to answer for it. <laughs> That's crazy. <laughs> I just, I, like, I can't, if me and my husband had cheating allegations and a cheating like an active cheating scandal happening and then mm-hmm. a title nine lawsuit <laughs> at the same damn time and i gotta get on tv and defend you you don't even show up to things to like help me like i just don't get like this is not a man of integrity this is the way that he embarrasses her himself and the way that he embarrasses her mm-hmm, it just makes mm-hmm. me question i would just be questioning my husband like what are these life choices that you're making and then I'm here on television in a public forum having mm-hmm. to answer for all of your life choices and you don't show mm-hmm. up ever to help defend me. And Robin, she just looks exhausted. The way she just looks kind of delusional, exhausted. She's in the car mm-hmm. crying. She's standing up, hold me accountable, like doing this. Whole- oh, she looks like she's losing it because it's well. so much pressure. <laughs> That's a lot of pressure to defend yeah. lawsuits and cheating mm-hmm. allegations at the mm-hmm. same time. Like, mm-hmm. At one point, I was confused as to what they were talking. I was like, they talk about the lawsuit. They talk about like oh, when they're at one. It's a three <laughs> so, one babe. I was starting to lose. I was like, wait, which one? What are they talking about exactly? Because I forgot about the Title Nine, the job thing. I was yeah. like, oh my god, yeah. this is too much. This is too mm-hmm. much. And she's yeah, she's just under so much pressure. That's why she's cracking and crying and like. You know, we're mm-hmm. seeing her starting to break down because it's too much, and she's being asked to do too much by her husband by herself. Mm-hmm. 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 <sighs> and then uh my lessons learned, what I'm excited to talk about is speaking of Robin, is it the job of a friend or a foe to hold you accountable? Oh. And I hmm. feel like, and we'll di- we'll get into it. Robin, she's being held accountable by both friends and yeah. foe. Mm-hmm. But I'm curious, and she's, you know, she's trying to answer to both trying but who's actually who does she actually have to answer to whose job Mm -hmm. actually is it to hold someone accountable the friend or the foe where where do those expectations lie Mm -hmm. um so yeah we'll get into that Mm -hmm. um but yeah lots to talk about these ladies are (laughs) there's something really they they come to work honey they (laughs) they they every week (laughs) oh god before we dive into the recap let's talk about renaissance Let's a film by Beyonce. Yes. Oh God. <laughs> it was so much. It was it so was... much. Yeah, and, and, yeah. and when the film started, okay, so we we did this for Natasha's birthday. We had mm-hmm. uh we went to our friend Eloise's house, we had drinks, mm-hmm. pizza, fun, so yes. fun, so light, so fun. And then yeah. we get we sit down in these nice chairs and there's not even an intro. There's no trailer. There's no I was wondering like, feels we good miss... in a place like this. There's nothing, <laughs> right? Nothing. Just mm-hmm. enjoy the concert. Just mm-hmm. <laughs> and then I started crying. I would say like five minutes in. <laughs> same. I cried the same spot where I cried during yes. the concert. The open mm-hmm. dangerously love the opening song. Yeah. 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 And it's just it's so overwhelming because she's like huge on screen. I like know. right. She's huge, yeah. which in the concert she was huge too. There were screens, but like this time yeah. you're literally like you're in the theater and it's just her, like right yeah. there. In and front you're looking of you. straight at her, yeah, straight at her. She's looking at dead angle. at you, right, yeah. right. Yeah. Um, and it's just, 
yeah, it was just overwhelming. Just mm-hmm. overwhelming. Her beauty, her voice, mm-hmm. uh, just her singing, like everything, everything. It's, I don't even know how to put words together. <laughs> I put so many. I put so many together, friend, because I oh. had so many thoughts about this. Yes, please. So during the actual concert, let me just tell you guys where my headspace was. I was very overwhelmed by the fact that I was there, right? I was very overwhelmed with the fact that I was next to my best friend and her sister who is taking the first vacation she's had in a year. Then the my love of my life was at home eating Jamaican food, living his best life. <laughs> then my other best friend was a, across the way with her husband listening to the same thing in yes. my favorite city. And I made it to that concert by the hands of Jesus Christ himself. So I was mm-hmm. like very overwhelmed with the concept of me being there in, in general. Mm-hmm. So a lot of the concert, I don't remember because I had so many <laughs> feelings during the concert. Mm-hmm. So in watching this, I was like experiencing it again for the first time. And I really appreciated her level of commentary during the film. Yes. I would love to hear more from the dancers. I'm not going to lie. I did feel like we didn't get as much on the dancers as I expected. Aside from the dance captain, she got a little bit of shine. Yeah, Mari got a little right. bit. Right. But, but yeah. yeah, I agree with that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but there were a couple of things that I took away from it from her commentary. And if you guys don't want to hear it, I guess you can skip over, but it won't ruin mm-hmm. anything. Mm-hmm. So the first thing that I got from it, oh, also after the concert, I walked to the train by myself and it was the first time I was by myself in like over a week because I just moved in with crunch oh, okay. and I have yeah, not yeah. been alone mm-hmm. for over a week so it's the I just like walked around New York City and just zoned out so yeah the first thing that I wrote was the push I think she pushed herself at this concert I know at homecoming she said I'll never do this again she was like I did this this mm-hmm. one time I was vegan, I was working my ass off, I was doing soul mm-hmm. cycle, I was doing the steps, I was doing rehearsal, I'll never do this again. Mm-hmm. And she said during this film that she pushed herself to a point where she was going hour by hour. And mm-hmm. I can be really, 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 really resistant to the push. And I did um, the 20 and 30 challenge, the 20... Uh, yoga classes in 30 day challenge um, Mm -hmm. in November and I made it to 19 Mm -hmm. and my 19th class which was one of uh, my favorite teachers was adjusting me so much she's one of those teachers who gets on the mat and like goes with you and Mm -hmm. she was adjusting me so much she was like you have so much more to give stop Mm -hmm. it you have so much more give more give more and I was thinking in my head I know I don't I don't have any more and she was shifting me and moving she's like yes you do And I can be very, very resistant to that push. And sometimes people are seeing something in me that I don't, and I can just be very resistant to that. And seeing Beyonce get told no, seeing Beyonce say that her anxiety takes over so bad that she's going hour by hour, seeing her as a mom of three and seeing her Mm -hmm. try to balance being a a family woman, even though she's Mm -hmm. on a private plane and whatever, Mm -hmm. um, made it just very... um, like easy to swallow almost not that like Mm -hmm. this is going to be the rest of your life Mm -hmm. but that everybody goes through this even Beyonce Mm -hmm. (laughs) and so don't be resistant to the push and just keep Mm -hmm. keep going let those people push you keep going Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm. yeah (sighs) yeah one thing I was saying afterwards um 
because in the movie, and I don't know if you're going to get into it in your notes, like motherhood is a huge theme. The fact yes. that she's doing this yeah. big tour, not that she hasn't done tours before, but this time she's like a mother of three grown ass children at this point. <laughs> um, and they're traveling around and you know, whatnot. And it was very family feel on the tour. Um, she made, she, I mean, she's like the ultimate super mom, which I know we all hate that term, but she, what I appreciated about it, she didn't make it look easy. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, I feel mm-hmm. like there's a lot of, ter- you know, super mom, these super women, and, you know, we've all grown to resent that term. And I appreciated mm-hmm. her sh- sh- showing is not easy. <laughs> and, like, mm-hmm. I'm not trying to make mm-hmm. this easy by any means. If mm-hmm. anything, I'm struggling. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. And I'm trying to stay awake and I'm trying to, you know, show up for everybody and be in control of everything. And that I appreciated, just like having someone who's like the ultimate pinnacle for us of like nobody works as hard as Beyonce mm-hmm. or to show us how hard it is. Yeah. So just yeah. wanted to add that yeah. in. Definitely. Mm-hmm. And thank you for a great transition to my next two notes that mm-hmm. kind of go together. So I think we all cried at all times, especially black women, but probably everybody, everybody black when Blue Ivy was up there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And hearing Blue Ivy say that the, this negative feedback like gave her so much strength to go back and do the rest of the tour and like perform <laughs> in front of 70,000 people every three days Jesus. is something that I got really emotional about because I got so excited for this generation of Black girls who were mm. raised by the Black women who went to therapy. Mm-hmm. And mm. as much shit as people talk about Gen Z, they have so much more than we ever did. And they have moms that are like listening to females in hip hop. They have moms who are listening to female podcasters. They have moms who are going to therapy with people who look exactly like them. They have dads mm-hmm. who are going to therapy with people right. who look exactly like them. And mm-hmm. the reason why I'm so passionate about women in music is because hearing women in hip hop, women in rap, women in podcasting be so successful and have their own renaissance at this moment in media is so important that we're dominating this industry. Yesterday during the 50, um, there was like a Grammy 50 years in hip hop like special. They could Mm. not go one segment without having a female rapper up there. That is Mm. bananas. (laughs) (laughs) And Mm -hmm. black women are just, and Lotto was in the very front cheering everybody on. And just seeing that as a woman who uses her voice literally for a living is so inspiring and so important Mm -hmm. for me. And Mm -hmm. I'm so excited to be a mom to these kids, Mm -hmm. you know? Mm, Yeah. And yeah, you should be proud of the work that the hard work we, our generation has been putting, um, have been putting in to work on ourselves, to prepare ourselves for motherhood, (laughs) you know, to do better by our parents um knowing that they did the best that they could and we're going to do the best that we could but um yeah i think there's i felt a lot of pride as well yeah. i i feel pride and knowing that we're doing yeah. the hard work to be better moms you know mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and just represent better i think mm-hmm. the media is so different from when we were growing up and i'm mm-hmm. so proud of us for that mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. is so dope the fact that i can if somebody's having trouble with the way that they look, the way that they feel in their body, the way that they do, I can point to like five people who will help them navigate yeah. that through their online yeah. personality is huge. Yeah. yeah. That's a Absolutely. huge fucking deal. Because when I was yeah. coming up, we had Ashley Graham. Yeah. 
right? That's that period. was it. Full stop. Yeah. <laughs> Full stop. Handicap. Uh-huh. Plus size. Anything. <laughs> you just had to look at Ashley Gray. That was it. Mm-hmm. Um, and mm. so that just makes me happy. Yeah. So, so happy. Yeah. And it made me oh. emotional thinking about it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that was yeah. it. Those are my thoughts for Renaissance. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's very empowering. I mean, we leave... I mean, I left the theater like I left the concert, just feeling like mm-hmm. so empowered. Like, I don't know a better word, but proud of Beyonce, proud of myself for showing up every day, like yeah. proud of, you know, for my birthday it was like 20 of us, all women, like mm-hmm. all, mm-hmm. you know, shown up for each other and just, um, yeah, just like very proud as to where we are as modern women in a mm-hmm. place that is not really designed for us to thrive mm-hmm. but yeah. watching a woman yeah. like Beyonce like break down barriers and put and like literally is on a world tour making billions of dollars and seeing people mm-hmm. you know sing her lyrics from countries that English is not even their first fucking language yes. is like yeah. super super empowering to see um and yeah I think for me with the renaissance um I really appreciated really seeing just like the machine behind the mm, Renaissance mm-hmm. tour and Beyonce made it very clear in the beginning. She's like, I want to, sh- I want to show the staff. I want to show the team of, I mean, it seemed like fucking thousands of people worked on this damn tour. Yeah. Like <laughs> yeah. literally thousands, like yeah. my God. Um, it was really cool to see that just the machine. Cause we think, you know, we think hair, makeup, you know choreography but it's like lighting there's fucking uh people building the stages every three days you know yeah there's um you know women a lot of women doing a lot of the manual labor all the video screens someone is putting that up panel by panel like Mm -hmm. seeing Mm -hmm. the full operations behind this massive team that put on this amazing concert or this tour Um, And then also seeing Beyonce, which we've kind of seen in other documentaries, um, her as a leader, like her as the boss, like Mm her, um, her uh, delivering her vision and then just expecting Mm -hmm. it to be made. That was kind of cool, too, to just Mm -hmm. see because you have to imagine, like, we've said it before, like working for Beyonce is probably not fun. She's probably not (laughs) a nice boss, you know, (laughs) (laughs) you're working with the perfectionist of perfectionists. Mm -hmm who delivers Mm -hmm. perfection so (laughs) every time Mm -hmm. so yeah like getting to see how the sausage is made and seeing her as a leader like her demands of her team and the work ethic that she's able to squeeze out of people um was also very interesting um and then a part that i really enjoyed her commentary on because this is something i myself struggled with the past like four years was her relationship to time or i think she called Mm -hmm. it her i think she said like my she's been playing around with her relationship to time for years like Mm -hmm. trying to squeeze as much time out of her days i guess um knowing that she is beyonce but then she's also now a mother of three and a wife Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. you know a a very uh family-oriented person um 
And I don't know if I ended feeling like she even has it figured out <laughs> still. Cause I was like, please tell me what have you learned Beyonce? Oh like, no. <laughs> oh no. Capitalism. Yeah. And she is a capitalist to the T. Oh no. Mm-hmm. Capitalism doesn't allow for that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> oh no. Mm-mm. Like even she, her though. Even her. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. 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 Cause I was, I was sitting on the edge, like, please tell me the answers. Like how, what, what is balance? How you, how are you nope. achieving it? Um, and by the end, it's not like she gives some grandmaster, you know, answer to it. Um, so that within itself gave me a little bit of peace. Like this is mm. a like constant work. No? Yes, validation yeah. for sure. This is going to be a constant work in progress. You're going to continue to be striving for peace and balance. Um, mm-hmm. And as you've said before, balance is a lie. Even like capitalism. <laughs> yeah. Yep. It's mm-hmm. it's not real um you really have to take it day by day and you have to just be um at least what i heard from beyonce is like you're regardless your family comes first your family comes first you and your mm-hmm. health comes second yeah, um yeah, or first yeah. actually it should be first yeah you can't be the yeah. family if your health isn't yeah you def- yeah right yeah and then everything else comes after that um and so once you kind of like keep that those priorities like in mind it kind of helps everything else to kind of balance itself out i think um and so that I really appreciated. Like we've seen her talk about, you know, the be, you know, behind the scenes of putting on shows before, but her like uh, in-depth commentary specifically on time and balance and her like struggle to figure it out um, mm-hmm. was really was really interesting. Um, mm. And yeah, I just I loved getting to see the whole segment on Blue Ivy, on Uncle Johnny, on Tina, that on. In a that had me too. <laughs> yep. I can't even. I had thoughts about it. I can't even talk about them here because I'm crying <laughs> on this oh, podcast. No. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, I, it got it got me so many times in the movie, but definitely the mm-hmm. moments where she's talking about her mother and her mother being her everything, oh, and yeah, um, that was that was awesome. And just to really really put in perspective, when she said, "I've been at this since I was, I think she's just 16 years old. She's had a she's 42 so her 27 year long Mm -hmm. career Mm -hmm. and i remember her little speech or not even speech just commentary i think she was talking on camera her mom was there about how so many people go to hollywood and just get lost you get into the industry and you just get taken advantage of you get lost you lose yourself you get you know caught up in drugs and alcohol or just ways to cope because it's a tough fucking industry and for her britney spears Mm -hmm. yeah absolutely Britney Spears are the exact same age and i was like god damn damn." yeah yeah (laughs) yeah she got lost and she was managed by her dad and she she got lost family yeah fucked up she got fucked so so yeah she's like to make it 27 years in this industry where i watch my peers around me get swallowed the fuck up i owe everything to that woman right there because (laughs) i mean she had her just being the ultimate model and example and then just being the ultimate support and advocate for her in a in an industry where if you don't have a bulldog mother that has your yeah. best interest, I don't know how people make it. Like that's how Me you end either. up with Britney Spears with dads who yeah. who aren't your advocate and are not bulldogs yeah. for you, but for themselves, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that mm-hmm. definitely got me. And it of course had me thinking of my mom and just like how much she's ride or died for me. And, you know, and, and 
Yeah, I don't want to get emotional either. Cause... <laughs> I know. I, I can't even do it. No, I can't do it. I can't do it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No. no. <laughs> we have a recap to do. Like, yeah, we got to get. <laughs> I can't do this. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, man. But, yeah, it it was just, I can't wait to see it again. Um, I can't know, wait to see it again. I cannot wait when to see it again. this is on streaming, I will watch it every day. Oh my god. I watch Homecoming every day. Every, oh my god. Black is King, I watch that every day. Every when day. It was out, like, I can't wait. <laughs> can't wait. It was just, it was just everything. If you haven't gone and seen it, go go see it. And I loved that my birthday, there was, it was a mixed bag. There were some of us who went to the concert who, like, knew what mm. we were about to see. There were mm-hmm. some who are Beyonce fans, but they didn't get to make it to the concert. And then there mm-hmm. were people like my friend Crystal, who like she listens to Beyonce, <laughs> I guess, but like she's not like a Beyonce fan, and she just showed up like yeah. I just want to see what this is about. <laughs> and even she afterwards was like, it was incredible, like it was absolutely amazing, like just getting to see her and her whole process. It was like she's like I'm definitely leaving inspired and motivated, and um, so that was really cool too. Just seeing how Beyonce just transcends all groups. You can't watch that and mm-hmm. and come out with like anything bad to say or anything but like uh positive yeah. impressions of like how impressed you are by this woman this singular yes. human being <laughs> that she can do all this and yeah. and create these emotions in people you know yeah um right right so so yeah go get your tickets y'all go check it out yes That's everything mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. um in other news <laughs> Yeah. Oh, no. How do you transition oh, from that? We gotta Fuck. bring it up. We gotta turn it up. <laughs> transition from the queen to this. Uh, Cardi B and Offset split, so that happened. That is so, you know, and I don't want to believe it because last time they did this, they came out with a dual song, so I'm a little Ugh. bit wary <laughs> of it. But yeah, she said she's been single for a long time, for like very minute. calmly. There was mm-hmm. no drama she was just like no drama no dragon Mm -hmm. yeah yeah i don't feel like i ever knew if they were on or off i feel like they've been doing this so to me it wasn't news i was just like oh oh i didn't know they were on to be off now (laughs) right yes exactly (laughs) yeah yeah so we'll see what happens with that um and then the vanderpump uh trailer dropped can i tell you about it friend please please do so vanderpump comes back uh in january sometime so they dropped Mm -hmm. the full trailer um so we see as we knew already ariana and sandoval still living together i think to this day they are still living in that house together gross (laughs) so crazy i don't even so they're gonna capture that where we're filming scenes with her when we know he's in the back room filming scenes with him and she's like in the kitchen like that is just oh my god that just doesn't seem healthy for anyone's mental health i feel like that'd be one of the first things that like a uh, a uh, psychologist would say like maybe you want to see a about an apartment and maybe... that's the first thing lala said lala was like <laughs> she was like i couldn't keep him home and the second i called him i couldn't get him to leave yeah that's true she said that randall Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah it's just it's crazy and i yeah how how ariana immensely is staying in that space and like keeping herself healthy is that i i'm curious to see how that is because that seems Mm. nuts um we're gonna see sandoval's dating so what that's happening who Going out on dates, trying to be out there, 
not Raquel, I guess. I feel I don't like know. he can only date like the girl. Who are the people who went to Rumspringa? Like the people who are Amish and then they came <laughs> out and they went to Walmart and they were like, fuck this. And then they just went in, out into the world. Those are the people he has to date. Everybody else knows who he is. and Everybody knows who. But there's what, I mean, who are the people buying tickets to his shows? The girls with signs like, mm-hmm. we love you, Sandoval, Team Sandoval. Those are the girls he's going to be dating. They exist. Them girls always exist. They will. They always find themselves <laughs> somewhere. <laughs> So he's out dating Ariana. She been dating. She been dating that um, fine yeah, the trainer. Uh, trainer, yes. Um, so we see him in the in the trailer. He's still around. Um, Schwartz, fucking Schwartz, dyes his hair blonde. Looks mm-hmm. stupid. We see Katie and Schwartz are both out in LA dating and they're both dating or at least they show both kissing the same girl. <laughs> <laughs> so there's like a love triangle happening between the is with, <laughs> with these people. It's so easy to fool them and they'll do anything for a storyline. So yeah. if I was a bisexual girl, I'd do that too. Yeah. If I wanted yeah. to be on TV. If I wanted to be on TV. Uh, and these people have no shame because <laughs> Katie and Schwartz, like, I can't. I, I, I literally can't. LA is a very big city. How y'all keep there. fucking the same people is beyond me. The same as your fee- your divorced husband. Like, how? How? <laughs> I just, I can't. Um. Then there's, like, some big bomb drop that's going to come out about Schwartz and sheena apparently hooked up like on the low years ago oh okay. that no one knew well, about i just but assume they've all been you've just low. assumed they've all i know <laughs> <laughs> schwartz and sheena is new and it comes up and why it's important now is because sheena has been like team schwartz team sandoval and all the girls uh-huh. are like what the fuck are you doing and then it comes out mm-hmm. that she actually hooked up with schwartz so it's like ah okay this makes sense you don't give a shit about any of these people like <laughs> also when also also this is actually a big deal because schwartz and katie have been married and they've been together for like 15 years so when the fuck did oh. sheena hook up with him that means he cheated on her with sheena yeah now that I think about oh, it, unless that, it happened, that has to be it. Unless it happened 15 years ago, they've been together that long. That has to be it, and that has to be why Sheena mm. was so mad that Katie was at her wedding. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Knowing what she did. Knowing <laughs> what she did. These people are, have <laughs> no respect for themselves or each other. It's nuts. <laughs> it's so entertaining. It's, it's very entertaining. entertaining. <laughs> <laughs> oh god um so that happens and then and then we get a clip at the very end of lala saying uh, this is purportedly about ariana i've never experienced someone getting cheated on and suddenly she becomes god yeah that that happened that's true so yeah she's like that bitch getting everything yeah she's all of her dreams are coming true in six months so yep but I'm curious because Sheena, I mean, not Sheena, Lala saying it away like, I'm tired of this hoe. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm yeah, wondering. Lala didn't get the same reception when she got No, Sheena. yeah, so. I know. So she's pissed. Yeah. But I'm also curious if we're going to see Ariana acting different. You know what I mean? 
And now her friends are all like, she's changed. I went too. If I'm on Dance with the Stars and I'm, I got eight million followers now on Instagram, and I got this now and the third. Please, <laughs> y'all not gonna know about it. <laughs> uh oh. Yep. Yeah. Um. So yeah. So that was that. Can't wait. Come back and Jane. Oh, can't. Oh, that'll be fabulous. I'll watch yes. the first couple episodes. I'll see. I'll see what's yeah, going on. Yeah. Yeah. Get into yeah. it. Um. Anyways, it's popping on Patreon, y'all. Sure is. Um join patreon if you're interested in ad free episodes if you want to listen to this episode mm-hmm. without ads if you want to watch us on mm-hmm. video if you want any of our bonus bachelor content if you want to talk to me and justine in the group chat uh oh, find us on patreon patreon.com slash two black girls one rose you can also try out a patreon membership with a seven day free trial so mm-hmm. check that out shout out to the rose garden we love you guys. please continue to rate review and subscribe Find us on Instagram, find us on TikTok, tag us in your story, share us with the world. Everybody know you're watching Potomac this season with your girls. Mm-hmm. All right, Justine, do we have any lovely church announcements? Church announcements, yes, we do. Shout out to Andrea, who also sent us a picture of her setup when she was um, uh, watching us on Amtrak. So shout out oh, to Oh, I saw that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but she shared a story about her and her boyfriend and how they come from very different backgrounds uh, family-wise. And she has a more supportive family than he does and how there's kind of an ongoing underlying uh, jealousy with her accomplishments and how they're trying to reverse that resentment he has for her accomplishments into pride for her and to um, try to make it like pride for himself. And I think this is more it's it's there's a little bit of jealousy, a little bit of envy here, whatever you want to call it, but it's also a little bit more related to self-sabotage we see this a lot on couples therapy Mm, mm -hmm. all the time we see this on couples Mm. therapy with women and men yeah and um it could be a result of jealousy in the relationship but i do think it would have happened anyway because there are going to be times when your partner has more successes than you and you have more successes than them Mm-hmm. um so i would encourage anybody who's dealing with this to really tune into couples therapy and learn from those people who have put their entire lives out there for us to see on on showtime mm-hmm. um because it, that will teach you a lot of lessons about reversing that resentment so that's mm-hmm. my homework for andrea and mm-hmm. your partner yeah and it's definitely a big challenge because that person is mm-hmm. the closest person to you you're mm-hmm. celebrating all of their wins their successes like you're in it with them and mm-hmm. you can't help mm-hmm. but also reflect back on yourself and think about yourself and what's going on with you in your life. And so mm-hmm. it's challenging. Mm-hmm. 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 Yep, yep, yep. But that's it for church. Nice. All right. Let's dive into this recap. Let's do it. So we are still in Austin. And yep. on the ladies' little girls trip, we uh, pick back up with NECA and Wendy getting into it poolside. Mm-hmm. Wendy is she just got finished denying being friends with NECA's cousin-in-law mm-hmm. Lebe when NECA reminds everybody that Lebe was not only not only was she at Wendy's sip and see last you know, like two years ago but Wendy mm-hmm. got on the mic and sang Lebe's praises mm-hmm. <laughs> on top of that mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and um, I think Ashley pointed this out um mm-hmm. lebe was sporting a gay lay which is like a traditional head wrap worn at special occasions by women at west african mm-hmm. events and you know ashley's like well not not just anybody gets to sport a gay lay at an mm-hmm. event mm-hmm. 
Wendy is firm still that Lebe is not her friend. That is her friend's sis- her sister's friend. Yeah. Um, and she said even Giselle was sporting a gay lay. So it's not that deep. <laughs> Which, I, I'm like, okay, see, this, this is... Hi. Mm, West African people, can you come into the comments and confirm this? Because mm. now I'm really wary about how both of these Nigerian people are displaying Nigerian <laughs> traditions on this show because both of them are using them the way that they feel like it on mm. the show mm-hmm. and maybe not the way that they are actually utilized actually. in real life mm-hmm. so please put in the comments if you know anything about this thank you mm-hmm. yeah yeah and particularly with Giselle wearing a gay lay like is that just Wendy was like whatever everybody gets a gay lay or is that like typical yeah like, anybody can wear right one? Or a, like she's a mom of three girls, and maybe it's her celebrating a daughter something. or something. Yeah, something. But I don't yeah. really believe Wendy. I'm <laughs> so. not sure. Yeah, I'm like I'm not sure. <laughs> I'm not sure. Yeah. <laughs> like, not that I believe um, Ashley, but definitely not. But I mean, Wendy, <laughs> we already have her calling a lack. She says, "I don't know Lebe, or she's not my friend." And then we literally have her on mic being like, "Lebe, you are the greatest role model <laughs> for my daughters." Like, so now I can't believe anything Wendy says. Okay, <laughs> Jesus. so so yeah wendy same deny deny um Mm -hmm. and then she goes to neca well you weren't even there you were in la Mm -hmm. smoking crack (laughs) (laughs) huh in la smoking crack there's nothing has to do with los angeles has to do with crack like you know what i mean it just doesn't even tie in girl it doesn't at least say like you were on the street smoking crack something (laughs) you were looking for crack you were you know give me something something la (sighs) and then her confessional she was like well if it quacks like a duck then crack it is what (laughs) whack and it has the nerve to rhyme and it's whack why just again which is one of the (sighs) dumbest things i've ever heard come out of this professor's mouth like this was so (laughs) dumb (laughs) it was just stupid yeah and just again showing her masterful skills of deflection because that's all that this Mm -hmm. was take the Mm -hmm. heat off of her Mm Mm-hmm. so that i mean it worked because that just squashed the conversation they were like forget this let's dance like they literally just got yeah. up and were like we can't do yeah. this they were like, yeah 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 literally right. so they were all dancing by the pool and candace mm-hmm. goes up to neca and was like you know i you know I, it looked like you were hurt like i just mm-hmm. wanted to make sure you're okay and candace quickly like you know tells candace you know basically stay out of it like don't get involved like I, if mm-hmm. you were my friend just stay out I was like okay Mm. now time for dinner mm-hmm. ashley and her tiktok dances i can't why what other con- you are a tiktok girly what other content could yeah. we should ashley oh be doing oh my god where, what, I, don't where should- <laughs> I don't know ashley, Ma- i don't know ashley i don't know she can't do like ma like mommy TikTok. She got them two little you boys. Know what? You know what? Because mommy TikTok is fucking weird. Because them kids end up on the dark web. That shit is weird. Mommy oh. TikTok. I don't like so that good. shit. Yeah, it's it's like weird. But so without her kids, she could do hair. She could do hair. Hair. She's beautiful hair. <laughs> yes, Ashley could definitely do hair. She could do post surgery updates. Yeah, story time as she does her hair. Yep. 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 These dances, though. People still doing dances on TikTok? Definitely not if you're over 30. Definitely not. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely not. Nope. I can't. <laughs> oh, my God. 
So, so yeah, the ladies head off to dinner. We got Karen, Giselle, NECA, and Ashley riding in one car together, discussing mm-hmm, how mm-hmm. Wendy is deflecting, and she's doing it because she, she can't acknowledge at all that her mom had anything to do with <laughs> <laughs> these shrines, these allocations, like nothing. <laughs> so all she can do is just deflect, deflect, deflect. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, so they get to dinner. Somehow the question who at the table swallows come up. I don't even know how we got here. Wait, I don't know how we got here either. And real quick, Karen. Mm-hmm. K- Karen's on Ozempic. <laughs> I mean, Karen. Her. I told you like three episodes ago, she got a whole new body. I was like, is it just me? Does she always look like this? She got a whole new body. <laughs> but it was sad when she sat down. And she was like, I'm yes. too tired to chew. Chew. So I'm just going to eat. eat what you guys have. First yeah. of all, that's annoying. Participate, order an appetizer. That's fucking right, annoying. Cause we splitting this check, bitch. Either way, <laughs> think you getting out of this? Oh, I only got the nope. <laughs> six of us divide that bitch six ways. Put your card in. I'm not doing this. <laughs> I hate that person. I know. I hate that person too. And God. second of all, it's just sad because it, now Ozempic is just an eating disorder. Yeah, she literally sat there at dinner. Was like, I'm not eating, guys. Like, what? It's just, oh man, she ain't got no appetite. Unfortunate. I'm gonna be really clocking these New Jersey girls too, because all of them looking like really. And one of them got really sick. One of them went had to go to the hospital from Ozempic. Mm -hmm. Oh, jeez. Anyways. Anyways. (laughs) <laughs> anyways um somehow they're talking about who at the table swallows swallowing <laughs> don't know how we got here <laughs> i miss this trajectory uh, yeah yeah i don't um, I'm probably mia <laughs> probably mia somehow bro. but mia said she don't swallow so it wasn't even hers i don't know how she got yeah. here um but can candace candace somehow she always puts these words together <laughs> so funny so Robin raises her hands and they're all like, oh, mm-hmm. like looking at her sideways. Mm-hmm. And Candace says, you are, Robin is swallowing cheating ass man's penis juices. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Just the imagery. Yeah. <laughs> I know. Karen really got me when she was like, you don't even know what you're swallowing. That is <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> I died. I was like, damn, Karen. Karen. <laughs> true though. Oh, it's true. Oh, Lord. Yeah. Gross. So Candace (laughs) said, Candace said she prefers to be peed on, which I'm like, what? What? No, I I need to really know more about the peed on kink. I just know about it from like such a far away kinky perspective. Mm -hmm. I don't know why people like it. (laughs) I, I, I would yeah. love to know more about why That's, people enjoy it. Wh- how people get into that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm good. No shade, no judgment. Yeah. No, no judges. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so, yeah, they talk about that. NECA shares that she's trying to get pregnant. Um, her and Candace bond a little bit because Candace is also trying to get pregnant. Yeah, NECA across wants... the table. So now they both are across the table sharing mm-hmm. how they both want to get pregnant at 35, 36 years mm-hmm. old. We are mm-hmm. putting this out into the ether with mm-hmm. all these women who don't give a fuck about them. Every last mm-hmm. one of them. Maybe mm-hmm. Wendy to Candace. They are real friends. Mm-hmm. Everybody else, not sure. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, NECA wants boy and girl twins, mm-hmm. which sounds, I thought of this because. Mm. You know, if you want two kids, you want mm-hmm. to get pregnant once, that'd be great. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. sounds good in theory, but the pregnancy... Just theory. In theory. Only theory. Okay. Yeah. 
yeah. because to be yeah. pregnant with two people in your stomach mm. sounds like mm. hell on earth. And mm. I get it. You only do it once, but that one time is. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Justine, there's something I gotta get off my chest, girl. Tell me. I've been low-key struggling with my relationship with my phone and social mm. media just the over accessibility these devices create, this addiction to Instagram, mm -hmm. the distraction from everyday life and the people closest to me, it's been really stressing me out. I'm not even gonna lie. Mm. I mean, that makes sense. Content overload is very real and staring at everybody's highlight reels can be overwhelming mm. and can absolutely steal your joy and peace. Yeah. We carry around different stressors, big and small. When we keep them bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively Therapy is a safe space to get those things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. You all know we're huge advocates of therapy. We talk about it all the time on this podcast. It's been tremendously beneficial throughout different stages of my life and areas where I've needed help from eating disorders to new relationships to my ever-changing relationship with my family. Therapy has really helped me to set boundaries and prioritize my self-care. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash 2BG1R today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp. H E lp.com slash 2bg1r hell on earth like i don't i was like yeah i hear you but yeah. it's not even the pregnancy that would kill me it would be the newborn phase with two of you niggas screaming two, in my face i know that would kill that's, me that's... i i i would have i would have to have both mothers here yeah you have Purchase to have mom my mom like as so many people would have to be here God have yeah because people already sleep deprived with one with two you just uh -huh. you don't sleep period not even deprived you just not sleeping <laughs> and you're not making sound decisions so you need to make a right. lot of sound decisions when you're yeah. taking care of a person so you two. like oh, oh man God. that would be a lot yeah yeah um anyways after dinner they all head back to robin's room Mm -hmm. Candace takes off her heels. She puts on Robin slides. Mind you, these yeah. two have not really talked since Candace has been going since off last season. Like, <laughs> 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 haven't talked at all. Candace has been going off on Twitter about Robin, and here she's in her mm -hmm. room hanging, wearing her slides. Mm. It's like, huh, interesting. Mm -hmm. Um, side note, loved Candace's dress. This like big sleeve oh, yeah. orange yeah. little mini dress was so cute. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I like a big sleeve and a ponytail. Cute. A ponytail. Yeah. It was off the shoulder. Mm -hmm. I loved it. 
Um, and then yeah, so they're kind of hanging, but it's weird. And so eventually, Candace mm-hmm. is like, "Robin, let's let's talk tomorrow." Like mm-hmm. they have not mm-hmm. talked this whole. They haven't talked. It's six episodes. They haven't talked. I don't think at all. No. <laughs> Candace is like, "Oh, why won't she talk to me?" Huh? Mm-hmm. And Robin's like, "I hate that bitch." So they're on <laughs> right. <different> pages. Yeah. <laughs> Now the next morning, um, Neka Neka catches up her husband, telling him about the whole one mm-hmm. D crackhead comment. He just laughs because that's all you really can do with like a good house husband. Yeah, just laughs it off. Just yep. laughs it off. It's stupid. Um, then all the ladies meet for brunch in Ashley's mm-hmm. room, and Ashley her activity is they are going to paint their vaginas to get in touch with. I their... don't like this. I don't want to do this. We're in Austin. I want to go out. What we sat up in your room in robes painting my vagina. I don't want to do that. Mm -mm. I want to go on a food truck tour. Period. I want to drink and eat. I'm in Austin. Where the barbecue at? (laughs) It's like, what? (laughs) So Candace, again, with the lines, she just needs to to sat up in the confessional. She says, Mm -hmm. (laughs) with the painting, the their vaginas there should be some busted coochies coochies because paints <laughs> being painted because they've been out in these streets doing concubine foolishness you should be painting roast beef where does she get this shit from <laughs> like where oh, does she no. where does she come up with this shit oh no concubine foolishness your pussy look like roast beef because <laughs> she's she's gonna hit ashley every time no matter if she has oh, to say her name or not oh god her and yeah. me actually both of them and me you know? too yeah mm-hmm. um so yeah so karen gets into it with robin mm-hmm. she brings up the fact that when they came on the trip ashley was like oh well i want robin to get the second penthouse because you know she's going through it going through a lot and karen's like some of us don't know what you're going through so how are you (laughs) what's going on with you do you think that was the right way to do it (laughs) from karen obviously not (laughs) you got the biggest room on the trip and i want to know what you're going through to deserve it like that's literally what she was saying yeah yeah i thought there was it's like we all do know what's going on right i thought it i thought it would have been really fabulous if she was like i read this this and this about Juan. can you confirm Mm, yeah. i would have loved that just bring the facts yeah mm-hmm. yeah yeah that's true bring the facts um so yeah what are so you know robin what are you going through mind you she's going through the keep cheating scandal this is like a few days after juan lost his job so mm-hmm. there's a lot mm-hmm. going on with juan that i had to remind myself mm-hmm. i was like what exactly are we talking about here there's there's so much mm-hmm. so robin her defense is well i talk with my friends about these things and not all of you ladies are my friends so that's why I've not been bringing it up. And that's no. what gives Wendy, Candace, all the girls who are not her friends, the mm-hmm. ammo to say, yeah. bitch, <laughs> yes, you do. Because you know right. everything going on with me. My right. mama, my, my stepchildren, my yeah. children, my yeah. mom, like my husband, everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, We sign a contract. Have this it. is part of the job. Yeah. We're supposed to talk about mm-hmm. everything with all of us. Like, what are you talking mm-hmm. about? Mm-hmm. um so yeah candace is like well i reached out to you after Juan got fired i didn't hear anything back from you mm-hmm. basically saying like i was trying to be a friend and you like denied my friendship mm-hmm. um robin's like you've been talking shit about me on social media like what am i supposed to do with you which that's fair <laughs> honestly yeah 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 um and then karen goes in on her and is like you need to be held accountable you lied all mm-hmm. last season and they have not talked about it 
Like, sh- they've not gotten into it. So they're big mad. They've been waiting for a moment to just corner Robin and say, yes. what the fuck was that? <laughs> yes, yes. Mm-hmm. After Andy cornered her live mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. without any kind of prep. Nope. And turned those lights down to sepia and mm-hmm. said, with Ebony K. Williams sitting next sitting to her. Next to shady her. boots sitting next to her. Mm-hmm. And just just live for 15 minutes straight yeah that was that was rough that was rough yeah but andy got his moment they didn't so they're like yeah trying yeah. to set up this yep. moment like what the fuck and they're probably all in bad standings with andy right now yeah could be mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah so so yeah karen's like you need to be held accountable robin stands up and is like hold me accountable hold me accountable and it's like she's trying to like physically command the space in a way Mm -hmm. that she emotionally and mentally cannot and it's Mm. so horrible to see (laughs) her (laughs) trying to physically claim this space in a leopard jumpsuit lounge onesie yeah (sighs) she just looked nice yeah she really looked she's tired she's tired exhausted she did Mm -hmm. she looked exhausted this is uh, this is conversation number 5,000 with another group of people where she has to talk again about Juan. Like, she's done this with probably so many people in her life. You know what I mean? Oh my god. And she just did this in a very emotional, sensitive way with two people who are there who do not have anything to say to defend her. Mmm. Giselle and Ashley. Just sitting there in silence. They they can't understand this shit either. They can't either. Ashley, who's been cheated on by everybody. I mean, mm. I mean, anybody could get her husband. Literally anybody yeah. on the street could come yeah. get Michael if they wanted mm-hmm. to. Like, mm-hmm. oh my God. Mm. That's true. She stood up and was like twirling and her two friends were sitting there in silence. They have nothing to say. They don't know what to say. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, so yeah, she just looked crazy. Karen had me dying at the confessional. She was like, she needs to put on a handmaid's tail bonnet the way she was defending one. Like the way she just the props, Karen. The props too. The props. (laughs) The way she was just standing by her husband in this very like archaic, old-fashioned kind of way. It just seems so Mm -hmm. like. uh. Um. Now my question is to play a little bit of devil's advocate Hmm. for Robin, Mm -hmm. but I have another defense against what I'm about to say. But anyways, I'll ask. So question (laughs) is. Does Robin have a leg to stand on? Because her whole defense is the cheating thing happened before we filmed. So why would I bring it up on camera if we had already resolved our, you know, cheating scandal off camera? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's her um, that's I the would defense say she that, keeps coming to. Mm-hmm. I would say that if she had a storyline, but she doesn't. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So yeah. she needs a storyline, and that would be mm-hmm. a great one. okay that would be fantastic Mm -hmm. um but she is in this position where she is defending this indefensible man on television and there's something about it that he must enjoy to some extent Mm -hmm. he must like it otherwise he wouldn't do this kind of madness Mm -hmm. because this is he leaves proof all over the place he don't care He, he just he loves being talked about he loves having somebody defend him and not show up like yeah. he just has a very easy position in this mm-hmm. marriage mm-hmm. and on television, frankly, like in fame in some yeah. extent. And we can't forget that this was an NBA player. So he wanted mm-hmm. to be famous. Mm-hmm. 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 Most of them niggas want to be famous. So mm-hmm. I would think no, 
because <laughs> if your only other storyline is you're selling silk lined hats, yeah, then, then no. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I agree. I agree. She's bringing nothing else, so it's like you can't not show the one thing that you that gives you something to talk about. So mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you don't have like stand on. I also think um, Wendy made a really good point where she she pointed out she was like there wasn't even a moment filmed where you and Giselle as homegirls were talking about it like say you don't want to talk to us I get that right but we didn't even get a scene of you and Giselle your best friend Mm -hmm. talking about what's you know challenges in your marriage or whatever like that the whole thing was hush hush and that's that's where it's like okay you were clearly trying to hide it you know or save it for that podcast where they talk about it. Yeah. They have had yeah. a whole podcast episode who cheats more passes than NBA players. So mm-hmm. they do talk about it. Damn. Yeah. yeah. And that I was like, that's true. If she didn't want to bring true. it as group discussion, I get it because she doesn't trust half these girls. But this is your best friend. Mm-hmm. And you mean mm-hmm. to tell me mm-hmm. there wasn't a single scene that we could get? Mm-hmm. That means you purposefully like held it off camera left it yeah right Mm -hmm. yeah Mm -hmm. damn yeah yeah um and so yeah she brings that up robin even or giselle claims they did speak she's like you know you know we did speak even if you guys didn't see it we did speak off camera apparently the girl Mm -hmm. maybe the hotel girl i don't know which girl they were Mm -hmm. talking about one of the girls who knows at this point one of them (laughs) three of them that we're talking about so Mm -hmm. one of the girls dm'd giselle after she tried to DM Robin and Robin didn't read the message. And so this is so embarrassing. Yeah. Oh that's my crazy. God. Oh my God. Yeah. One hates her. Like this is yeah, awful. He does. He has <laughs> oh no God. respect whatsoever. <gasps> so it gets crazier from there. So Candace is mm-hmm. like, so okay, I get it. You didn't check your DMs. Giselle had the dms juan obviously has these dms because they were too him. <laughs> um did you see she's like did you see the dms at all between juan mm-hmm. and homegirl like is there no part of you that wants to know what they were even dming mm-hmm. about mm-hmm. and robin sat up there and said no uh you know juan wow. cleans his phone out like crazy he deletes everything so he didn't even have the dms for me to see you know he just deletes that... everything he's so weird she... like that she could have left that out we could have <laughs> left that out I don't know why she had to say that. No, why did she embarrass herself further? Why did she do that? And then she always tries to bring it back to coaching. <laughs> yes, she did. She's what? like, oh, when he meets a new coach, he doesn't put their phone and his, his number in their phone. <sighs> so he's bad at his job. He's bad at being married. He's bad like, what? Oh my God. Natasha, oh my God. I can't. I was like, we could have left this out, Robin. You could have left that out, Robin. You just digging a deeper hole. You looking crazier and crazier. And the way that Wendy, did you catch Wendy was looking dead in the camera? <laughs> she looked dead in the camera with her side eye. I was dying this, laughing. This yo. is when we need Wendy. This that was a great moment. Yes. yes. <laughs> that was a hilarious moment. Broke the fourth roll immediately. Even Giselle was looking side, but like everybody's eyes were darting all around the room because it was just the craziest thing. Like, and the, what Robin's trying to do is like the defense. The defense she's trying to make is I trust Juan. Like I don't need to look in his phone. Like, but she can't say that. She has to say he deletes stuff. She yes. can't say I trust him. Yes, exactly. Because she would look even crazier. <laughs> like. 
And she doesn't believe that. She knows no. you the phone. Yes. So said, <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. It's like Robin. I hate, uh, I hate serious? it. These words are coming out of your mouth. Do you not hear yourself? She does. Oh she practices. She knows. Yeah. She just doesn't care. It's so mm-hmm. wild. So, needless to say, they did not paint vaginas. That ain't happening. They no, <laughs> this is not the time for that. Not when the time, Ashley. Like a millimeter away from uh, hospitalization. You mm. no. Now's no. not the time. Now's no, the time no, for no. whiskey tasting. Yes. <laughs> so yeah, they split up into two groups. Some go boot shopping. Some go to the mm-hmm. distillery. Um. So Karen, Candace, Wendy, and Mia are the ones going off to the distillery. Um, mm-hmm. In the car ride, they were talking about Robin, and I think it was Karen and Candace, oddly enough, who were like, you know, I can hear in her voice mm-hmm. that she really loves Juan. You know, I just mm-hmm. think it's complicated. You know, maybe we don't understand. And Wendy was me. She was like, I don't care. This shit is a mess. <laughs> I, yeah, <laughs> that bitch is crazy. I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> love or not, yeah. that shit is a mess, and she better come on camera ready to talk about it and not bring this bullshit talking about it happened off camera. No. <laughs> oh my god wait do you think Juan is gonna come to reunion put down below if you think Juan's gonna come oh to reunion my god. he better he better show up this season I'm, I'm not. not playing with you Juan he's Dixon. not I don't think he is <sighs> he can't say he's busy he can't say he can't he say can't it. say he's busy he can't say he's on the okay. road not to, at a, at not a not away to, game <laughs> not to bring that back up I know I mean, it's very sensitive obviously there are children involved with this sure. and I wish yes. that man had a job this, I, I wish know. this black man was working absolutely yeah. but uh, you can't say like oh you know how it is with coaching no girl that when coach Shaw gets up there every 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 reunion coach Shaw was there yeah. please yeah but yeah my prediction is he ain't gonna be there cause that's just mm. that's why he don't wanna do he don't yeah. do what he don't need to what he don't wanna do that's just how he always operated I get- yeah, I wonder if he's afraid he'll not be talked about if he gets up there. Well, I guess he's afraid that he has nothing to say. That's probably it. Never mind. Put down below yeah. if you think he's going to come. Because <laughs> what, I yeah, love, I'm curious. Let us know. I would love for this to be a poll. Yeah, let's start the poll now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> let's see if he shows up. Um, so yeah, Wendy's like, I don't care. They're crazy. I don't care. Um, secondly, I have to award Mia. Mia gave herself the illest setup. Congratulations. You played yourself. For this strapless maxi jean dress that she had on to go to the distillery. God, I'm sure I wanted to die. It was giving Jessica Simpson. What was Mm. that song that she did? That walking along the line. <laughs> no idea. Jessica Simpson, honey, two thousand three. Yes, <laughs> early two oh. thousands. Horrible. Uh, it was a terrible looking dress. It was terrible. Oh, Where'd she even get that from? I Jesus. don't know. <laughs> oh. uh, so, anyways, they go to the distillery. They don't know. They don't know if they're at a winery, at a brewery. They don't know what a distillery. No. <laughs> don't know uh-uh. What's going on? They don't know shit. Mm-mm um so yeah they do the little whiskey tasting whatnot they go outside to sit and a crow you know a black Mm -hmm. crow comes by and mia goes to wendy and says you know that's not your mama is it (laughs) (laughs) bitch i fell out i died so funny that was that's funny that is funny yes that's funny that's shade that is shady shade shade like that's a good one 
And so, Wendy, you know what? And if Wendy was had her reads together, she would have played into it. She would have mm-hmm. been like, yeah, you better watch out, bitch. She yeah, like, right, you know? right. Uh-huh. She could have. But she didn't. She just, you no, know, don't, don't do that. They got all somber. They got all somber. Girl, yeah. please. <laughs> don't do that, Mia. Don't do that. So Mia presses her on the whole shrine thing. I mean, are, are there any, is there any truth to those allegations? Like, you know, can you say more on it? And mm-hmm. Wendy talks about how in Catholicism, there are shrines um, and how, you know, mm-hmm. this whole conversation around shrines became very negative and incorrectly tied to witchcraft and her culture mm-hmm. and her Nigerian heritage. And mm-hmm. all of that was false, uh, mm-hmm. hurtful and very triggering for her. Um, as I can imagine, being Nigerian, you know, being, I don't know where she's from, but probably the only Nigerian girl in her classroom and people, you know, your yeah. food smell funny and all that. Like, I'm sure it, yeah. like, triggered yeah. something mm-hmm. in her. Um, and so she got very emotional and says, you know, she's not going to be, you know, sitting here being friends with somebody, i.e. Neka, who's going to be playing by her mama mm-hmm. like that. And so mm-hmm. basically saying, mm-hmm. like, it's it's a done deal between her and Neka. And that's it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, now the other ladies, Giselle, Robin, Neka, and Ashley, they go, mm-hmm. uh, shopping for cowboy boots. Boots and hats. I would love to do boots this. Boots and hats. You would? I was thinking about this. I would yeah. love, because first of all, that's a thousand dollars. A boot and a hat? A thousand dollars. That's so like fresh off the cow. Like that is <laughs> like. Cow high, baby. Fre- yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Oh, Lord. But I think it'd be so fun to style, like a, like a, yeah, one of those hats, and they're like real big, and they got your name on the front. I like that. Mm, yeah. I no. Okay. No. Well. <laughs> it wasn't doing it for me. <laughs> I'm good. But love that for you. Um. <laughs> so, <laughs> Neka, Neka shares with the ladies. You know, she's been married a year and a half. She planned mm-hmm. the wedding all the way from L.A. Um, I guess they got mm-hmm. married in Potomac, but she was out in LA still when she planned the wedding. Mm-hmm, and she's mm-hmm. so upset because the wedding was a disaster. Nothing went planned. Everything was a mess. It wasn't what she wanted. And she gives me that. She gives me bride Zilla. Yes. At a good crispy 33 years old, Bridezilla. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. a psycho. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh my God. Mm-hmm. And when they showed the pictures, I was like, the wedding looked beautiful to me. I mean. I know. I was like, this wedding was probably great. <laughs> yeah. Probably so She's like, dramatic. the dresses were awful. All the dresses looked beautiful. The pictures of her and her mm-hmm. ladies. I was like, oh. Mm-hmm. But, mm-hmm. you know, that's NECA. Also, when she was saying, like, you know, I was in LA planning the wedding from afar. Nothing went wrong. Like, I don't see the problem. Like, you, I don't no. think you have to be in the same states to plan a lot of people plan destination weddings from literal other countries yeah. Yeah, <laughs> and they go true. fine yeah i was do you even... think it's different with a different time zone maybe I'm i can only go based on my experience it's <laughs> <laughs> okay. yeah. not like a reach <laughs> i can only based on my experience we mm-hmm. went to our venue three times the uh-huh. first time was when we f- first visited like first toured it Nate and I then went a second time for the food tasting, and then the last mm-hmm. time was maybe like a month or so out, um, where we went to do another final walkthrough and talk about the contract and all of that. Um, mm-hmm. That's it. Like all the other vendors, <laughs> none of them were met in person. I talked to them on Zoom right. or on phone. Like you yeah. can very well plan a wedding from afar and it go fine. 
Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, I people have know. wedding planners that are all over the place. Now that I think all about over it, the place. Yeah. This is 2023. Yeah. You're not meeting in person with anybody. <laughs> like, <laughs> like I don't yeah. yeah, I don't know what she was saying. Just being like <laughs> very Bridezilla still. Yeah, Bridezilla, <laughs> high maintenance, like just uh-huh. doing the most, whatever. Um, so anyways, the ladies all go for lunch. Um, they all meet back up mm-hmm. together. And NECA again talks about her upcoming Nigerian wedding that she's going to do mm-hmm. in Nigeria um, mm-hmm. and talks about how her husband has like a title, like he's a chief or something in his tribe. Yep. Something. Again, we are reaching yeah. <laughs> into the culture, I know. dropping terms and mm-hmm. then claiming them as fact. And claiming them. Well, not she, being friends with the other Nigerian person at the table. So you can write all these things and yeah. get away with it. Yeah. And Wendy sat there silent, like, she ain't saying nothing. Mm-hmm. She don't give a shit about this girl. Um, <laughs> but she did say, Neka did say, apparently, people nowadays can pay for titles. You can mm-hmm. pay to be regarded as a chief or something. Um, just like the way you can pay for the blue check on social media. Mm-hmm. That's what they like equated mm-hmm. it to. Um, mm-hmm. And they had this whole funny moment about Karen and Mia. They're the only ones yeah. in blue checks on Twitter. Karen unwill- unknowingly is paying for Twitter blue, which gives you the blue I check, know. apparently. Yeah. Which does which not shock me. Me Mad neither. Or Raven or One somebody. of them, Lil. It's just, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. Or someone who's never on camera, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah. So, they talk about that a little bit. Then they press Ashley on her divorce, which is still in progress, obviously. I think to this Again, day, as we've recorded, we it is it. still... <laughs> it's not in progress. She's staying married to that man. She, yeah. We gotta bring something, Ashley. We gotta bring something, please. Please, please, please. Oh, I would love for Ashley to get a girlfriend. I think that would be so oh, fabulous. That would be fun. <laughs> I would yeah. love that. I want her yeah. to date any... I just want to watch Ashley date period i know anyone really (laughs) anybody (laughs) i like she's so young sprightly and just like very cuckoo like i would love to see her (laughs) in a dating capacity (laughs) yeah that'd be great um we do learn that she's fighting for custody like she only wants him to get every other weekend (sighs) which doesn't shock me because he didn't even want to mow a lawn before she got pregnant so that does not shock me that she don't want them children over there yeah and also, he was so loose and disrespectful with the way he cheated that I wouldn't trust him with what women he even brings around my kids, yeah. you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So oh, when she first yeah, said, I was kind of like shocked. And then I was like, actually, I don't trust him either. So yeah, <laughs> yeah every other weekend, nigga. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> and even the weekends. Did you even have them on the weekends? Did you just have them yeah, I know. a month? <laughs> God. No, that's terrible. <laughs> oh god yeah i don't that was interesting though i was like oh damn she's really trying yeah. to hold on to them kids i know that's her I leverage know. as terrible as it yeah. is to say it yeah. like that yeah that's mm-hmm. that's ashley's leverage that's mm-hmm. all she really got so i get it that she's trying to go for as much custody as she can yeah and oh. maybe get as much child support as she can honestly i was gonna say that's, <laughs> that's the only that's the only check she gonna get from him so god which is still so angering i can't i can't even get into it it's maddening it's it is ma- so mad just as maddening as kelly clarkson when i found out what she was paying that man i was I like what? what god but she got swindled ashley saw that shit in play yeah. writing and was yeah like, oh well you know yeah that's good michael signed on the dotted line didn't have anybody review anything 
God, Jeez. I didn't even think about like how loose and crazy he is. Mm-hmm. That is so true. I have seen Michael's bare ass. Yeah. Unbeknownst to the my <laughs> for you page. Yeah. Oh God. Yeah. I've seen him oh. in many a compromising situations via screenshot. So, so many, many naked photos of him <laughs> in the world. God. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, yeah. my kids mm. and him. Yeah, we're gonna have to talk about yeah. that, sir. Damn, that probably that explains so much why he's suing Candace for so much money. That explains so mm, much. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, because that's probably Cause... one of for Ashley's lawyer, to the, yeah, defense. whoever the hell is defending her. I don't <laughs> Uncle, even know that. Uncle Bubba, Uncle <laughs> right, Lump. <laughs> yeah. They're probably coming for his character and how he's mm-hmm. loose out here and the just the paper trail of infidelity and strange women and strange men and people coming into their lives and so candace having these allegations he's now trying to come at her for slander or whatnot to try to Mm -hmm. refute you know it's not Mm -hmm. a good look to have anything out there about him (laughs) beyond Mm -hmm. what's already Mm -hmm. out there so um anyways mia then asks candace about this lawsuit speaking of michael darby what's going on with this lawsuit Mm-hmm. And Candace very calmly just says, I will not be commenting on that with this group. Mm-hmm. And Robin in particular presses her on it. Mm-hmm. And Candace is like, let's not be dense. Like, yeah, Robin, yeah, you're not dumb. This is a legal matter. <laughs> I find it so fabulous. I'm going to say fabulous. Because mm-hmm. I'm nasty like this too. I find it so fabulous that the dark skinned girls just always call the light skinned girls dumb. They really do in this group. They really Every do. Every time. Yeah. Every time. Mm-hmm. And while that is mean, mm-hmm. okay, mm-hmm. ordinarily, what them girls have been putting these girls through the past five years, I get it. Yeah. And it's not wrong. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> it's not. It's not. I mean, Ashley's, as I always said, she's not this brightest star in the galaxy. And mm-hmm. Robin has been looking like boo boo to fool all season long. So. <laughs> I don't even know Robin. I can't, I can't even yeah. say that I know her to be dumb or not. I don't know. I don't know. So, so yeah. Candace is like, it's, you're not dumb, Robin. Like, it's a legal matter. Yeah. And just because oh. you spoke on your husband's legal matter at last year's reunion. Ooh. And they rolled the tape. They rolled sure that did. tape. And that Robin sang like a canary. Sang oh like a canary. God. Her husband was in an active lawsuit. She got on reunion. Mind you, he is not sitting behind her to defend himself. <laughs> of course not. <laughs> Obviously. Season one. Right. Yep. She sat up there during this law, this active lawsuit and said he did not violate Title IX and what he didn't do anything wrong. And, he, you know, it'll be shown through the justice system, blah, 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 blah. Said way too much. What you're supposed mm-hmm. to say is, I cannot discuss. It's a legal matter. And that's it. <laughs> that's it. Yeah. That's it. So mm-hmm. Candace pointed that out. Just because you did that during reunion doesn't mean I'm going to. So I have nothing to say. And then oh zipped God. it. And then Robin again goes in defending Juan. It was like, well, the only reason why I was saying anything was because, you know, it was obvious that he didn't do anything wrong and he mm-hmm, wasn't fired mm-hmm. from his job because of a Title IX violation. The university knows this. That's not why he was mm-hmm. fired. And again, putting our business out with these people who don't mm-hmm. like you. Here we go. Like you. <laughs> putting out your dreams and your goals and people see, hate you. 
She's not too bright either, this one. She's no, not too stop, bright either. Stop, stop. She's not. That is a, I'm sorry. That's not a wise, that's not a smart decision to be talking I, about your husband's violations or lawsuits or whatever he's guilty or not. You shouldn't be talking about them, period. On camera, better mm-hmm. yet, with these girls who aren't your friends. That's a, not a smart decision. I think she's at a point where she's so desperate to have anything be validated by him. And this is the mm-hmm. one thing mm-hmm. he didn't do. So because she's holding on to this. Mm-hmm. He was, yeah, it was, fine. it was dismissed. Like he was mm-hmm. fine. So she is holding on to this so hard and mm-hmm. she will wield it any way she can. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Oh my God. Um. So yeah. So after launch, the ladies uh, then head to chicken shit bingo. And Ashley was the only one appropriately dressed, which I have never have come out of my mouth ever in my life. <laughs> also, did you see that Ashley and Giselle are starting a clothing line? What? <laughs> mm-hmm. Don't let anything stop you, friends. Don't let anything <laughs> stop you from doing what you want to do. Because Follow the your two dreams, guys. bitches on Bravo <laughs> said, you know what we should do? Start a clothing line. Oh they might as well start interiors. God. They might as well start an interior home line. No. They might, they might as well just do that. <laughs> yeah, go ahead. Expand the line. Oh, go my like, God. They are together like a Giselle and together. Ashley. Wow. It's called GRA. Somebody said getting real ashy and I lost it. <laughs> what oh god yeah. Uh, yeah. nobody needed that nobody no needed very that. unnecessary a very unnecessary waste of fossil fuels mm-hmm. to make this mm-hmm. clothing oh my god a mess mm-hmm. now yeah the ladies had to chicken ship uh bingo whatever the hell that is we um, still don't know what it is still have <laughs> no idea <laughs> still don't have a clue <laughs> hopefully we learn next week um, mm-hmm. So we have Robin, Wendy, Candace, and Mia riding together in a car. And mm-hmm. that's when Robin breaks down. She's mm-hmm. bawling in the mm-hmm. car. Um, sitting next to Candace, mind you. And across from Wendy. Oh. Like, she's in the wrong car. Like, I don't know who put her in this car. And Candace was like, please don't. I have no tissues. Please don't yeah. cry right now. I can't right now. I Your life is going to fall off and I have nothing to do for you. Please. I can't. I can't help you. <laughs> So she's bawling and, you know, talking about how Candace was coming at her for speaking on her husband's legal matters. And you guys Mm -hmm. were just trying to turn me into the villain and I can't take it. And just all of these tears, all this anger, all these frustrations, all of these Mm -hmm. feelings that need to be directed at her husband. Like (laughs) people are holding him accountable through you. And now. Which is so unfair. Which is very unfair. But yeah. you need to direct that anger towards your husband as to why mm-hmm. he keeps leaving you in these positions. Because mm-hmm. she's crumbling mm-hmm. under the pressure. Because who could take that pressure? Who can take yeah, that heat? Exactly. Yeah. I yeah. get it. I'd be balling too mm-hmm. and pissed too. off at everybody. It's not yeah. a fair position mm-hmm. to be in. But don't be mad at them. Be mad at him. Like. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> they're they're supposed. Yeah, she's conflating a lot with mm-hmm. relationships. I think her husband has been so absentee as far as being the husband goes. And he hasn't been her husband for that long. They just got married last season, season finale. Mm-hmm. And, um, and God, <laughs> even just that, they haven't been married since that. They've been together forever. That is crazy. <laughs> well, they got married 
married we, and then they got divorced. I got know. <laughs> so yes, technically they haven't been married that yeah. long, but oh, pl- <laughs> like Robin, I can't. Robin and Juan, the both of you are ridiculous. <laughs> and her friends are doing exactly what friends know how to do, whether it's how Karen did it or whether it's how Sharice did it. Mm. I would rather go the Sharice route <laughs> yeah. of like, I'm going vulnerable too and I'm going to go there yeah. with you. Mm-hmm. But Karen did not. Karen's like, I have Ray an institution. And <laughs> what are you doing over here, Robin? Like, you know, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but uh, they're friends that they're doing their best. And then you have your coworkers who are also doing their best, demanding you to do your best. Mm-hmm. And then you have a husband who is not playing his role of husband at all. He is strictly playing the role of uh, annoying younger, younger brother. Roommate. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, roommate. Yep. <laughs> and I think that kind of like mind play that she has to play with herself mm. saying that these people are doing wrong and only he is doing right mm-hmm. is really fucking with her mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. has to and it's exhausting yeah, yeah that mm-hmm. is very exhausting mm-hmm. oh yeah so that was the episode that was so it we will see her on the curb and I'm yeah gonna, gonna die <laughs> i'm pick gonna up crumble next week down with and die oh god <laughs> oh, god how does she even end up on the curb? Like she gets out the car. How, who cares? Pull She's over. Let me out. Like, for the, what? For the <laughs> Prius to come pick her up. I oh, can't. God. Oh. Anyways, friend, Justine, what did we yeah. learn this episode? <laughs> we learned that you shouldn't tell anybody anything. You got to no. keep your dreams and goals to yourself. I think most people, even if they're friends, they want the best for you. But it's not always a good idea to share your deepest heart's desires because um, the expectations that other people may have for those dreams and desires may not be met. And when those people put those kinds of energy on you, that's when it starts to get a little sabotage and weird. And I think we saw that with Candace and NECA with this like whole having a family thing. They were talking across the table about it. People mm-hmm. were interjecting their Mm -hmm. own opinions and their own things about them. Mm -hmm. And I just don't think that's very smart, but I think it's so hard to do now at this age. And I know you get it because you're married. People ask you your deepest dreams and desires of having a family and buying a house and moving to the suburb and doing the thing. Mm -hmm. And it's hard to deflect from that kind of conversation, especially if these people like don't know what a podcast is. So (laughs) it is, um, very difficult to do and it's a practice it's Mm -hmm. something that i'm practicing to just not let everybody know what's going on but i don't think you should let everybody know what's going on Mm. i feel like with the ladies i i agree with um uh candace and neca talking across the table about something so big as like motherhood i feel like with these ladies in particular where trust is so i mean (laughs) wavering (laughs) wavering maybe not the best but i would like to think if it's your actual friend wouldn't you want to share something like that with them i don't think it's always good to because i think other people's expectations get into it people start asking you follow-up questions about mm-hmm. your dreams and your goal oh what what like even with um candace asking neca like oh well what would you want to have mm-hmm. that's not up to neca mm-hmm. <laughs> right mm-hmm. for the most you know we assume yeah. um and even having those expectations on something so delicate, as you said, as motherhood, I think mm-hmm. it's too much. I think it's too much energy. It's mm. too much. You got to keep, yeah. keep a secret. Keep to yourself. 
Mm. Yeah, I think it's definitely wise to pick and choose who you talk to about what, essentially. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. Um, define your own level of comfort as to what level you let people in on certain areas of your life. So, for instance, mm-hmm. with NECA and Candace and, like, definitely with me now, with motherhood and, you know, I'm getting the question every five seconds, when do you want to have kids? Are you going to have kids? All that yeah. stuff mm-hmm. is... Mm-hmm. Um, coming up with like who you can actually have those deep dive conversations with versus mm-hmm. who just gets the stock answer mm-hmm. and that and that could be within your same friend group that could be a friend yeah, that's exactly. getting a stock answer because you know her mm-hmm. or you know her him or her that's going to come with all these follow-up questions that you're not prepared to answer or that you don't care mm-hmm. to answer um mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and so i think i'm definitely in that space like i i like to think that i can open up with my friends about um what's going on with me particularly my dreams and wishes for my life mm-hmm. um but yeah i think there's certain levels <laughs> to it among mm-hmm. the different friends some people get a little bit more than others for whatever reason i don't think it's really a trust issue it's yeah. just like there's certain friends maybe my friends who are moms already you know that i yeah. feel yes comfortable diving even deeper into because they are coming with a perspective mm-hmm. that is like helpful to me versus Mm -hmm. other friends or whatnot so Mm -hmm, um mm -hmm. yeah i'm curious what people think let us know in the comments if you operate in your friendships in these Mm -hmm. same ways or are you on the opposite end you think no i should you should tell your friends everything yeah that it's like uh it makes the idea bigger some people think it makes the idea bigger and it manifests the idea even more Mm -hmm. tell people Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. yeah. yeah Yeah, actually, yeah, I believe in that too. A yeah, bit. <laughs> I definitely do. Yeah, yeah, that's valid. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, speaking it out into the, the universe, into the ether helps bring it, you know, mm-hmm. give it some life. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Okay. What about you, friend? My question friend? was: Is it is it the job of a friend or a foe to hold you accountable? Who's actually supposed to be doing uh-huh. it for you? Uh-huh. I uh-huh. think. I think a good friend calls you out on your bullshit. I kind of think that's one of the definitions of friendship is having people in your life who uh, are non-judgmental, friends who are non-judgmental, who can call you out um, in a way of keeping you honest. It's not coming from a place of like being mean, but it's to hold you honest to things that you've said or have done or, or have told me or whatever. I think in this group, it's confusing because <laughs> <laughs> they're a mix of friends and foes. And so mm-hmm. oftentimes we're seeing foes like we saw today, Candace and uh, Karen calling out uh, Robin um, for you know, trying to hold her accountable when in theory you would think a friend would be doing that. Um, mm-hmm. But I think, as you said, we saw Giselle try to do that. <laughs> we saw Giselle yeah. as a friend try yeah. to hold her accountable and Robin did the same mm-hmm. thing. You know, you're attacking me. You're, you know, everyone's mm-hmm. piling on me. Um but I think it's, I would expect more to get that from a friend. Um, I think Robin mm. is just so backed up among, among all the pressure that she doesn't want to hear it from anybody. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. But, but yeah, I, I like to think in theory, I think friends do hold you accountable. Um, they mm-hmm. do question you. They ask the tough questions. Um, and again, the intent is not malicious, but it's to uh keep you honest and to kind of just have a conversation about something that might be happening with you or with them mm-hmm. um and yeah i think that's what i what i learned from watching robin is you can't have it both ways 
Like you're mm-hmm. not, you're going to lose friends if you, if they can't hold you accountable. And then when they have foes trying to hold you, you also can't, you won't answer to them. So it's like, who then yeah, are you talking? to trust them. Because you don't trust yeah. them. But then when I asked you, you didn't want to answer me either. So it's like, so it's just you and your husband mm-hmm. on island. What do you need me for? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> sure is. Um, question for you though. Do you think mm-hmm. that a friend could come at another friend about their relationship without seeming judgmental? Um, yeah, I think, I honestly think Giselle and Sharice and Ashley tried their best. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think Sharice did the best job out mm-hmm. of all, all three of them, yeah. Yeah, I think they tried their best. They are there, they are team Robin through and through. And it's not even about exactly. hating Juan. It's just watching your right. friend being hurt and embarrassed. And so I think mm-hmm. they tried their mm-hmm. best to come without being judgmental. And it was about a relationship, which is very sensitive. Mm-hmm. Most people don't want to talk about relationships or get involved with their friends' relationships at all. But when you're seeing mm-hmm. something so public and nasty play out, like, I can't mm-hmm. just sit and just hope that someone else is going to keep you accountable. I'm your friend. That's what, I'm, that's what I thought my job was here to do. And that's how I like to operate in my friendships. So mm-hmm. it's tricky when it's a relationship, 100%. Um, mm-hmm. But I think, yeah, I think Sharice and Giselle and Ashley tried to do it as best they could. Mm-hmm. I don't know if people mm-hmm. have other ideas of how they could have done it differently. Um, yeah, I don't Yeah, yeah. I, I think if... Giselle, Robin, Ashley, and Sharice were not under contract. Robin would be friends with any of them. Wouldn't be friends with any of them? I don't think, she, yeah. I think she would have let them all go after that lunch. She would have mm. cut it. Cut ties. Damn. Yep. Even with Robin? Mm-hmm. I mean, even yeah. with uh, Giselle? Which is, uh, well, her and Giselle have a business together, so it's a little yeah. bit different, but I think she would have backed up. I think she would have really backed up because people are very sensitive about their relationships because it's really only the two of them. Mm-hmm. Um, and sometimes it's your job as a friend just to be like a sounding board and it's not your job to um, come at your friend sometimes. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it's your job when your friend comes to you, when your friend is ready, mm-hmm. then you can say, okay, well, what about A, B, C, D? Like, how do you feel about A, B, C, and D? Let's get back to you, A, B, da, 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 da. Mm-hmm. But sometimes, but most of the time I have found in my uh, um, experience <laughs> Mm-hmm. that um, you can't really come at people about their relationships because they will ice you out. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. They value their nigga more than you. You hundred percent. Usually the girl <laughs> or the person yeah. is gonna, gonna stand by their partner. Um, yeah. So it's like definitely the risk you take. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. But I, I just can't, Again, I'm not speaking from experience. I've not been in this situation really before. Mm-hmm, I just mm-hmm. know from how I operate and how I see, I I live on planet Earth and we got to just, I can't get on Mars with but you. But so are they. So are they. So are they. You know, they're being abused in this situation. They're being, right. you know, they're being tormented in their relationship, you know? It's, it's- I hear that, but then am I supposed to just, are we supposed to just not talk about that topic at all? Whenever they're ready, they'll come to you when they're ready. And so if Robin never came to Giselle and Sharice and, and Ashley, mm-hmm. they were just, they're just going to not talk about Juan at all. Yeah. They, they brought her there. You know, they, they, mm-hmm. they mm-hmm. Tr- triggered that conversation. She didn't come there. Mm-hmm. She was almost like mm-hmm. bamboozled when mm-hmm. she came. Um, yeah. So you're saying instead of them doing that, they're supposed to wait for Robin to come to them. But what if mm-hmm. she never comes to them? 
I'm just supposed to said sit. she never comes to them, and that's their and that's her business. That's what she wants to do. That's her business because she's a grown ass woman. <laughs> that's her business. That's it. If she's not being hurt, if she's not, she's not being actively hurt, or if there's not something where you have to like call someone or something like that, like if there's not any of um, the level of abuse where you would have to like bring in a third party. I don't think it, it's not up to you and you're not going to change their mind. They're going to go with their husband. They're going to go with their man. Mm-hmm. This is different because they're all under contract and everything that he says is in the news. And I can't even imagine. We in New Jersey, I can't even imagine what they say down there. <laughs> like in the Potomac press or whatever the fuck. I can't mm-hmm. even imagine. Mm-hmm. But um, when it comes to just like regular friendships, I don't think so. Mm. Cause they're not going to choose you. They're not going to, they're not going to listen. Yeah. And I don't, for me, it's not even about wanting them to choose me. It's, I, I see why Giselle, Sharice and Ashley did that. I would have done the same thing at some, at mm-hmm. some point in time. Cause I can't sit mm-hmm. and just watch my friend go through this and pretend like everything's fine when I'm reading about her on fucking shade room every day with a new allegation. Yeah, this is different. This yeah. is different reading in public eye. This is like a whole different thing. Right. And I'm, I have to yeah. wait for her to come to me. Like I, I, I wouldn't feel like I would be doing my job as a friend if mm-hmm. it wasn't for me to approach her. And the, the approach mm-hmm. is not to bring her onto my team. I'm never going to tell somebody to leave their man. Like that's not mm-hmm. at all. Because that's not going to end well for for me if I want to keep <laughs> yeah, that friend. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I I I do feel in the way that I operate as a friend, part of my job is to is to hold my friends accountable. I don't know if holding accountable is even the right word, but to like be able to hold space for them. Um, and yeah, I would hope that they would expect or want that to come from me versus somebody who's not on their team. You know, and know that it comes from love, at least from my side. Does that make mm-hmm. sense? <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah, 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 it does. That, and I think that's where it gets tricky. Because mm-hmm. sometimes when you come at them, they don't see it as you making space mm-hmm. for them because mm-hmm. they're not ready, mm-hmm. and they don't see it as you're out for the best for them because they are in a relationship. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so they think the number one person I'm with. Yeah, you know. Yeah. Oh God. Please email us if you've been. Friends, it's very complicated. Please let us know because we are on opposite. We've always been on opposite sides of this, though, which I think is so interesting. Yeah, but honestly, you you've dealt with this to an extent. Uh, <laughs> yeah, with yeah. somebody, so you know you had yeah. your own approach mm-hmm. from experience. I thankfully have not. I'm trying. Like I think I've not really dealt with. Not that I haven't had conversations with friends about their spouses, um, mm-hmm. but not where I had to. You know, we have to have like a come to Jesus damn near intervention. Like I've not done yeah. that really. Um mm-hmm. but yeah, I'm curious. I've to do this a couple times. <laughs> oh God. God. <laughs> Jesus Christ. This is not uh-huh. let us know, guys, what you think. Is it are, is it the job as a friend to hold yeah. your friend accountable? I don't even know if accountable is the right term. Like hold Yeah, I don't know or... if that's the right word either. I don't I'm I'm going on the word that uh that Karen used, but I don't even know if that's the okay. right term. Um but yeah, do you and your friendships operate with an expectation that your friends are there to hold you honest? Do you not want that uh do you not hold that expectation of them? Do you not want them to do that? Like mm-hmm. um yeah, I'm just curious. Uh so email two black girls one rose mm-hmm. at gmail.com. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
Um, whew, these ladies give us lots oh. to discuss. They're everything. I love them. As much as we're like, <laughs> I, <don't know. laughs> I do. And they're, they're giving us a lot to talk about, particularly with friendship, which is why we wanted to talk mm-hmm. Potomac in particular. Mm-hmm. I know we talk a lot about Rob and her man and all that stuff, but it's really the question of friendship what is your role of a friend when your friends are going through difficult times like relationship difficulties or financial difficulties like how do you show up as a friend what's the right way what's the Mm -hmm. i say the wrong way but like how just learning Mm -hmm. different approaches i guess and learning through watching these women of what to do or what not to do so (laughs) yeah Yeah. um but yeah we'll be back next week guys sure will guys take the survey please take the survey survey. we have some fun (laughs) new exciting things coming for 2024 on our patreon patreon.com slash two black girls one rose please take three minutes to feed fill out that survey give us some feedback before we roll out some new changes um Mm -hmm. that's it rate review subscribe and we'll be back next week back next week bye guys bye even when we're on a budget we still deserve nice things Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com. Hey folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues, your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on.